Welcome to today's online message from Long Eaton Oasis Christian Centre. We are a church at the heart of the community, with a heart for the community. And we're so glad that you've joined us. We hope that you'll be inspired and encouraged today. Please don't hesitate to contact us. If you want to find out more, you can visit our website, www.longeatonoasis.co.uk, or you can direct message us. Good morning. It's good to see you. We're going to take communion in a few moments. So I just want to speak um, briefly for a moment or two. New year approaching. Here we are standing on the cusp of a new year. And uh, as we get to the end of one year and we're about to approach a new year, it's an opportunity to be a bit reflective. Often I meet people and they start to think, well, they, they do, they think about the last, they look about ahead to the future. And maybe you're looking today and thinking, I really do want to put last, this year behind me so I can start afresh. And maybe you're here this morning and you're feeling like that. And I, I can understand, I've met a few people in the life of our church who have said to me, you know, 2023 has been a tough year. I want to look ahead to 2024. Um, others would say, same year, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just looking forward. I don't know where you're at, but it might be that this morning, it is that sort of opportunity to, to look at one, reflect on one, and then look forward, perhaps, to 2024 and be reflective. We, we remember where we've been, and we can resolve to where we want to go. People make New Year's resolutions. They resolve where they want to go forward. But sometimes those resolutions fall by the wayside. And there is a danger that sometimes our past, what's happened to us, can affect what's happening to us now. And also, maybe what will happen into next year. And you might be worrying about that. You, you know, you've had a year... This last year has been a, t- a challenging year for you. And, um, you, you know, it, if we're not careful, we can continue in that. Maybe it's been something that's caused you great anxiety. I don't know, it might be something, to, you know, with, with potential. Some of you have not had such good news about your health. I don't know what it might be. But it might be that some of those things that are swirling in your mind right now have the potential to carry on into next year, and uh, that can happen you know, to us as well, as well as the good things that we're looking forward to, some, some of the things that happen in our lives. And sometimes our past can control our present and hinder our tomorrow. Um, there is a hope, and we're going to just look at that in just a few, a few moments, just this morning, be a bit briefer this morning as we take communion together and respond. But the hope is this, that, and I found this, that um, as we worship God, as we praise, praise breaks the power of the past and can release God's plans for tomorrow. I'll just say that again. I have discovered that as I worship God, as a believer, as a Christian, my faith doesn't just help me, it can transform my life. And I've discovered that in my own life. And I, I want to just encourage you this morning to give you some hope. And there is hope. The hope is found in Jesus Christ himself. We've been celebrating that over the Christmas period. But that isn't just for Christmas, it's for hope for tomorrow, hope for today and hope for tomorrow. And I find this, that praise can break the power of the past or the pain that we're in and release us into God's plans for tomorrow. As we worship God, as you worship God, set your heart. And Andrew was leading us, say, come on church, let's be devoted. Let's put your hand on your heart and say, here I am to worship. As we worship God, can break the chains of pain, um, anxiety, depression, 
uh, upset, turmoil in your work, which is which has threatening to hold you, imprison you. And as we devote and praise and worship, those prison chains can be broken so that we can enter God's plan for t- your tomorrow for 2024 and it's not pie in the sky I want to just share a verse and so I want to just say this yesterday's memories I've been saying this over this last year at a number of occasions and I just felt just to pivot on the the new year and then I won't talk about this anymore but yesterday's memories can be turned into tomorrow's momentum and we're going to look at how we can do that just in a moment or two here's a verse a couple of verses for you Philippians chapter 3 verses 12 to 14 they appear on the screen um, they are wonderful verses. I think they are amazing verses. And what I'm just about to share, this idea of taking our memories and letting them become a new momentum for yesterday's memories, be a momentum for tomorrow. The good and the bad can take us forward. Even the bad can be used to take us forward. And we're just going to look at that, how we can do that in a moment or two. But it says, these, verse, these words are amazing. And Paul is speaking about his life. And in this chapter, he's, I haven't put the whole chapter up there, but he's talking about knowing Jesus and the power of his resurrection. That's the background to these next few verses. So if you read Philippians chapter 3, he speaks about how knowing Jesus and the power of his resurrection is the most amazing, wonderful hope we can have. And then he says this, and this is the background. And then he says this, not that I've already obtained all of this, right? Or have I already arrived at my goal? But I press on to take hold of that which Christ Jesus has taken hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. This is, this is amazing. If there's one thing that you and I can do. But one thing I do. If ever there's a, 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 a phrase for today, lay hold of this this morning. But this one thing I do, forgetting what is behind me, I strain towards that which is ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenwards in Jesus Christ. This one thing, this one thing I do. If you can speak over your life this morning, as we look at the last year and we now look forward to 2024... This one thing that we can do is release our past in Christ and press on to what God has for us in Christ for 2024. And this is what Paul has to say. And this is a great opportunity for you and I to likewise say, this one thing I want to do, Jesus. This one thing I want to do. And uh, in, in this one thing of Going forward in him, I want to break it down into three, three things. Number one is this. We need to have a dissatisfaction. The second thing will be then to lay hold of devotion, and that will then give us direction. This one thing broken down into three things, simple things. How, so how do we do that? How do we let go and then let God? How do we let go of that which is behind us or we're experiencing right now? Maybe it's been a, 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 a I don't know, what type of year that you've had, but there's some things to let go of. There may be some things to let go of in our lives so that we can embrace what God has for us. I I don't know what that, and it might be challenging for you, really challenging. So I don't say these things lightly, but Paul says, this one thing I do, I let go of that which holds me back 
and I embrace what God has for me for tomorrow. And you've got to let go of some things before you can hold on to God in certain things. And so, this, so, th- so in these, this verse, these few verses, Philippians 3, uh, uh, verses 12 to 14, um, Paul is dissatisfied. He has a dissatisfaction. He says, not that I've already achieved everything in Jesus. You know, in you and I, there can be good things in life. And sometimes the good things in life can just make us become just self-satisfied and we can stay where we're at and as a Christian we're to move on and follow God and sometimes as a Christian you can just park up and but Paul has a, a holy dissatisfaction it's not a destructive dissatisfied it's a productive dissatisfied there's a difference we can be dissatisfied and we start doing all sorts of crazy things in our lives which can cause us destruction but there's a holy dissatisfaction which is productive It causes us to be focused on God. And it's that that I'm encouraging us to lay hold of today, a holy dissatisfaction. It's not just safe to just stay safe. It's not just right to just stay where I'm at, just to stay put. That's with the good stuff. But it may be that there's stuff in our lives that you're upset about. There's the bad stuff that can hold us where we're at. Maybe there's some things in your life that's hurt you. Maybe there's some things that you're really anxious over. Maybe there's some things. And so it's, there's a, a dissatisfaction to, 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 to say, I want to release this. I don't want this to hold me. And, it, and, and there has to be a sense of, I don't want this to hold on to me. I don't want this to hold me back. Uh, and, and there is that comes to a point in our lives where we've, we have this holy dissatisfaction, where we, we need to let go of something, someone, some circumstance, some thought. It's easier said than done, isn't it, when you're hurting? It really is. I get that. I've experienced the same, but this is something that we can do. But, and as we, as we let go before God, and I'll explain that in a minute, he's then in a position for God to come and take hold of that which is there in our lives. When we let go, we can let God. And you, I've said that, well, you've said that, you've heard that said, let go and let God. When you let go, you're in a position then for God, for hanging on to something. If it hangs on to me, if a thought grips you, so as I let go of that, then God can get hold of that. And we let go and let God. And so this is what Paul says. And so he says, yeah, I, 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 I haven't taken hold in everything in God, but this one thing I do, forgetting what is behind, straining towards what is good, I press on. And so there is a sense of letting go. And so when he says, for you, so there's some things for you and I, it's hard to forget when it's staring you in the face, when you wake up to a thought that you doesn't go out of your head or a pain that's in your body. And so that forget, but is that there is a, a Lord, I'm going to give this to you. And so Andrew, Pastor Andrew led us this morning. He said, put your hand on your heart and just, here I am to worship. I'm going to give my life to you. I'm devoting my life. There's a letting go and giving ourselves to God, isn't there? That's the first thing. And... With that letting go, that letting go comes with a giving to God, a devotion. So the dissatisfaction is holy, it's productive in the sense that, that I then give my life to God. This is the devotion. So you get that bit. If I don't, if I get dissatisfied but I don't let go to God, that's where the destruction can come in. 
But as I let go to God, that's where it becomes productive and something can happen in my life. And so Paul says, you know, I strain on towards what, what is ahead. I press towards the goal to win the prize that God has called me heavenwards to Christ. And there, so there is a giving our lives, a giving that. What, what is it that you've, that you've got right now that grips you? What circumstances there in your life, in your work, in your job, in your marriage, in your home? What is there in, in um, the way in which we feel in our bodies right now? with the news that we've had from a doctor what is there that's going around in my mind the pain or the worry or the anxiety that you have right now what is there as I give that to him I, I, I'm giving my life I, here I am to worship I, devotion and to this one thing I will do I'm going to give my life to you God you know as a Christian there is a getting up each day saying here I am for you Jesus there is a giving of our it's called devotion you can become a Christian and say, I gave my life to God back in 1960, whatever it was, or 1990, or 2000 and whatever. But today, here I am. That's devotion. And as I give myself to him. And this is what Paul does. This is, this, what's, this is what help releases, what helps us forget, what releases us in our lives, is as we let go, we give to God. We let God. Now, an amazing thing happens, and with this we're close. When you bring your holy dissatisfaction, let go and give to God devotion, then you get something quite amazing happens in your life. You get direction. And so, so I think as a church for 2024, as we go into the new year, so, so my, I, 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 I suppose I, I don't pride myself, but I don't make New Year's resolutions. I try to do this one thing. It's so important to get the one thing. Because everything else in life flows from our heart given to God. And uh, you get direction. And so Paul says, I, I, forgetting what is behind, I strain towards what is ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the prize. God, give it. God will give you direction. God will give you an opening. God will make a way. God will open the way at work, the way in your life, the, the release. Uh, the amazing testimony of you know, Jen and Luke this morning, God, God, God brings the release. God brings the breakthrough. How amazing it is to be reminded of that in real time this morning. A great, a great story of, you know, giving the pain and God then coming, taking hold. And as they devote their lives and their, their new baby to, to, to Father God, that he gives a, a fresh direction. It's incredible uh, testimony. But it's, it's in practice what we're speaking about right now. And God will give you, you, need, you and I need a direction in him. And I, 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 as in my Christian walk, I want to continually to seek to follow him and to be led by him uh, in, in my heart and in my life and to, for fresh energy. And I don't know about you, but you can, you can get to the end of the year thinking, another one? No, another one? But I want my energy not, you know, to come as I put my trust in him, afresh in him. So, you know, this morning, as we take communion, let's do that one thing. He says there, look at this. He says, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind, straining towards what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize which God has called me heavenwards in Jesus Christ. Let's do that one thing this morning. Pastor Andrew's going to lead us. I'm going to pray and then Pastor Andrew's going to lead us into communion, which is a great opportunity of letting go of whatever's hindered you in 2023 and embrace 
2024, Jesus said, do this in memory of me, in remembrance of me. What he's done in the past releases us today through his death and resurrection and takes us in tomorrow. What a great opportunity to let go and let go. Father God, we thank you this morning for your son, Jesus. And we thank you that you love to answer open hearts. And uh, we think of Jen and Luke's testimony this morning of heartfelt prayers, lives given to you, and how you answer in the most remarkable way. And so this morning, we bring our hopes and fears, our joys and our pain from 2023, life, family, home, work, health, and we bring before you our lives and say, here I am, this one thing I give to you, my life, that I might find fresh direction for 2024 and the year ahead in my health, family, life, work, whatever it might be, in and our church. In the name of Jesus and for your glory we pray so that I can live for you. In your mighty name we ask. Amen.